Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Tuesday, May the 18th, as we come off a much-needed off day yesterday for the Phillies, both for the team themselves with all the injuries, all the issues, and... For us as fans, a day away from from the weekend's action, obviously, Saturday and Sunday in particular, just such frustrating, frustrating days of baseball with poor play, bad defense, runs being given up, and, you know, the whole thing, the Segura Girardi blow up. We're going to get into all of it more. I obviously touched on a lot of it yesterday, but didn't go into detail. Um, but uh, a frustrating weekend, and I think a needed off day yesterday. I feel he's back at it tonight at home, thank goodness, against the Miami Marlins. First time seeing the Marlins this season, of course. Um, that should be fun. It never is with the Marlins. We'll get into that later. Um, obviously, a lot to get into, just uh, kind of a little bit more uh, deeper discussion the weekend's action. And, uh, you know, I think when you look at this team right now, you know, they've been lucky in the sense that no one in the division has run away from anyone else. It is a close, compact division, despite the fact the Phillies have, you know, given away so many games, have given away so many runs, and, it, and it's clearly getting to the point of, of frustration. And, you know, I think we saw that. We'll get into injuries, all that stuff. Let's start with the Segura-Girardi things. We talked a little bit about it yesterday, but weren't able to dive into it too much with the whole weekend's action to recap. And obviously it was a big story yesterday at the point where it was on ESPN, you know, the, uh, the, you know, you go to ESPN.com and one of the top stories on the right hand side there is this Girardi and the fighting fills. It's a Girardi and Segura getting into it and all that. And obviously, um, look, I I think there's a lot to it. Um, First and foremost, uh, you know, I think obviously, look, uh, Girardi got into a bit of a tiff with Segura, as we know, it seems that, um, and look, Girardi, I think, is is reaching a, a boiling point here, you know, with the the comments after the game on Saturday, basically just saying, like, catch the ball. You know, we got to be able to do this stuff at this level. And then Segura with that, you know, just bad error. Uh, you know, I mean, the kind of thing where it's just like focus. That is focus. That is not your bad at this unless you can't do it. That is focus. That is paying attention to what you're doing. That is, is um, you know, just being locked in. And I think Girardi said something to him. Segura got heated about it, had to be restrained, essentially not, you know, really restrained going after him, but, you know, kind of talked down by Dusty Wathen and JT Romito's over there and all that. And obviously Girardi post-game was asked about it, was very terse. We talked about it a bit yesterday, but, you know, doing the whole next question thing, anyone got a baseball question? And, 
you know, props to Jim Salisbury, you know, really was dogged in, in trying to get her an answer on it. And I think Girardi, you know, by, by doing what he did almost kind of breathed more fuel into the fire, so to speak. You know, if he had, if he had, um, you know, come up with a, a more calm response, a more reasoned response than, you know, kind of just getting frustrated and doing the next question thing, then I think it's maybe a, um, a different feel to it. But look, I, I, I also think that Girardi was just, as we've talked about, kind of reached the boiling point with the the frustration with the team, you know, and, and Segura, uh, the poster boy for that at, at the moment. Um, obviously, Gene's been really good offensively. He's been great for this team, one of the best hitters on the team this season. But he also certainly for the last week especially has, has really been, um, he made some boneheaded plays, some, some lack of attention to detail, some lack of focus, you know, simple type stuff. And also, look, he's had problems in the past here. We know that. You know, the hustling stuff, all that. We know that he's had problems in other clubhouses in the past with other teammates and coaches and issues like that. There's a reason he's been on five teams. So um, who knows what else went into it. But ultimately, like, you know, Girardi got to the point where he was willing to say something to Segura, and that turned into a thing, and thus it became a bigger thing when he talked about it after. And, and you could see the frustration on his face really after the whole weekend. And... You know, look, I appreciate that he's finally getting frustrated. I mean, how many times have we talked here about, you know, could Joe Girardi just flip a table or something? I mean, how many times can this continue to happen, continue to happen? Can a team look like this? Can a team be so frustrating and and play such boneheaded baseball and make mistakes after mistakes? You know, things that, again, I understand they are a horrible defensive team. They just are, flat out. We know it from a talent perspective. They are a bad team. I get it. I'm with it. It's fair. They're a bad team when it comes to the, the talent aspect of things from a defensive perspective. But at the same time, they're way worse than the talent. Like, it's unbelievable. As we've talked about so many times, there are just so many um, boneheaded, not paying attention, not being um, focused type of plays, not knowing what to do with the ball. We've seen it on the base paths, dumb base running things, all that, that I, I think that Girardi's getting frustrated. And, and his comments Saturday almost spoke to that as much as the ones on Sunday talking about, again, it's not, it's not acceptable at this level. Catch the ball. Catch the ball. You guys say that to a major league baseball team. Hey, hey, why don't we try catching the ball? That could be the, uh, the elixir for our problems, you know? Um, so I, I am... I'm happy to see that Girardi's reaching a boiling point because it would have come a lot quicker for me. I mean, we've given away so many runs, so many outs with this team this year that it's... I'm surprised it took him this long. So I'm happy to see that he's getting frustrated because things need to change. Again, I understand if you watch a baseball team every night and and they lose because their talent just isn't good enough, you know, you can, you can understand that, that they have a ceiling because of that. And... That is absolutely a part of what's going on, as we've talked about, particularly from a a roster depth level. The injuries have really hurt them, all that stuff. But we've seen too much of this team losing because of, of mistakes, correctable things, poor decisions, not being a good baseball team from that perspective. And, and that's the kind of stuff where I think Girardi does need to, you know, kind of flip out a little bit, does need to take a different tack. He needs to start to get on these guys. Cause, cause his kind of laid back approach, which is, you know, again, we're not in the clubhouse, but it's what we've been kind of led to believe what we've seen from him has been a pretty laid back approach. You know, we gotta, I think it's time for him to start to, to show the other side, 
you know, because the, these guys aren't responding to it. And and I think what it really, and it's something we've talked about a few times, but I think what it really is like a um, a symbol of, I guess a symptom and, and thus a symbol of, is this team just is, has a leadership void. You know, it does, you know, and, and you know, you would expect that, that Bryce Harper, JT Romuto, you know, the guys who've been here for, for a couple years now, and also the, the top paid guys, the, the best players would be the leaders. And I think that, I'm not saying they're not like le- they don't have leadership qualities, but it doesn't seem like those guys are are get out in front, follow me men type of guys, and and you know they've got their own issues that they're dealing with and all that stuff, and and it just doesn't feel like this team plays hard every night, doesn't play smart every night. Um, they're infuriating to watch. They're a really frustrating baseball team to watch, and it does seem like there are nights where they just don't show up, and there are nights where. Um, Again, like, where's that that culture that, you know, Joe Girardi was brought here to build. Joe Girardi was brought here to build a culture of winning baseball, a culture of hard-fought baseball, a culture of running things out and playing hard and not making mistakes and not beating yourself. That's what it comes back to. Don't beat yourself. This Phillies team beats themselves so much. And look, I do, I don't know how you fix the leadership thing. And I think you see it on the road too. I think it's, you know, and I, I, we've talked about this before too, but I think that's kind of a, a part of their issues on the road is that, that they don't have that, that leadership. They don't have that way to get themselves psyched up way to, you know, every day. I mean, it's a grind A baseball season, such a grind. You know, I know we talk about it all the time, but it's, it's no less true that, you know, it does wear on you mentally and physically and you need to find a reason to to come to the ballpark and play hard every night and it's not always as easy as oh this is my job you know and and for some people it is but for others it's not and you need that that chemistry that culture that that feeling in a clubhouse that that makes people accountable to each other that that makes them feel like all right if I don't go out and give it my all I'm letting down him and him and him and him and him and that's a culture you know, that's a something that is is built and created in a locker room and a clubhouse with the right personalities and the right leaders and then from the top down and, and it just and again, look, we're not in there, but certainly the results on the field and the you know, Segura Girardi blow up and all these things, like it all shows, it all symbolizes that that's not something the Phillies have right now. And that's a major void for this team. And guys need to step up. Guys need to, to grab the bull by the horns from a leadership perspective. And and so does Girardi. Again, we need more from Girardi. Well, look, I will give him a pass on some things for sure in terms of, like, again, the, the talent, the roster depth. I mean, some of the guys he's had to roll out, like, you know, uh, having to play a game where you have to start Scott Kingery. I mean, that, that shouldn't happen. Scott Kingery shouldn't be on a roster, much less being forced into action. So, look, I, some of the stuff, there there's nothing Girardi could do. You know, I don't blame him for injuries for for having to deal with injuries for all that type of stuff i get it, it it's you got a tough beat with some of this stuff and we'll get into it some of the injuries some of the situations all that but um i still need more from Girardi. i need a, a team that that shows up every night you know a team that no matter who's playing out there is playing hard is playing for each other is playing uh mistake-free baseball at least more often than not and this certainly certainly is not this phillies team i mean they just haven't been they've been a a um, mistake ridden baseball team, a disastrous defense, all that stuff, you know, and we're look, we're a quarter of the way through the season now we've reached the quarter pole. Maybe we'll talk a little bit more tomorrow about, you know, some of the, the 
quarter pole thoughts and all that, but um, specifically, but um, I mean, you know, we're, we're getting it. It's starting to get real is the point, you know, and, and this team's either going to continue to, to be mediocre and be a 500 ish baseball team, or they're going to make a run. And if they're going to make a run, they need to be better. They really do. Cause they're not as talented as some other teams and they have more holes than some other teams. And they certainly don't have the depth that some other teams have, but they can compete. They got a top three and go to war with. They got a lineup that if everyone's healthy and producing can be very dangerous. They, they have things to get excited about, but, um, Archie Bradley coming back soon, please Lord. Um, but, um, the way they've been playing the, the feel around the team, it hasn't, hasn't been something that would lead you to believe that they're just going to make a run, you know? So, so they need to get it together quick. Now, outside of the Girardi stuff, there are some, you know, real issues with the roster right now. Obviously the Bryce injury, um, being forced into action that game. We didn't talk too much about that. I mean, look, there was no one else on the bench. You could make an argument, a real legitimate argument that it might've made more sense to put Velasquez out there. I know that sounds crazy, but, um, why risk Bryce Harper and his shoulder risk him being out longer if he gets hurt or whatever. But, um, regardless, Harper did go into that game and, um, clearly was laboring, couldn't throw hard, couldn't swing the bat hard, was trying to bunt his first at bat. Uh, We don't know when he'll be back, but concerning, you know, it's been a, a tough year for Bryce from that perspective, obviously the getting hit in the face, not his fault. And then this thing and, um, hasn't been on the IL yet, but has been kind of hovering and, and has missed, you know, multiple games at a time here. And, and looks like he's probably going to miss a few more. Like I, I certainly don't feel confident he's going to be able to play tonight. We'll see. Um, JT great hurt as well. Of course the wrist thing, you know, we'll see. Um, it does feel, uh, like he could be back soon. Um, but still unsure. Andrew Knapp, rib cage issue right before the game out of nowhere no idea how serious that is you hope nap can be back soon um and then the dd injury which you know that's been the one that I, he probably should have been put on the il by now right i mean how many games has dd missed why isn't he on the il seriously i mean that you go into a game yesterday we could have made a roster move before the game and brought someone up and not had that situation moniac whoever and and not that situation with harper um if you just put dd on the il backdate it i mean he's been out forever you know it's <laughs> I just, uh, it's weird the roster maneuvering with that stuff that they've done. They've made some mistakes in my opinion there, but the DD injury is nerve wracking. You know, he's missed a a fair amount of games here and it's the elbow, the Tommy John stuff, that whole thing. That's a a nerve wracking run, especially because look, you you signed him to a two year deal. So the DD injury scares me. And obviously he'd struggled prior. The defense has been an issue. Um, you know, an elbow's an issue, offensively, defensively. So that's a scary one. And look, Nick Maton being as good as he has helps. Uh, granted, he's had to play everywhere because of all the other stuff and all that. But um, it is nice to have someone who can stick it in and, you know, has been great offensively, way more than expected. But even if he, he hasn't been, has been playing really great defensive shortstop, which that alone is is huge. Um, so Maton really helps, but again, it just, it just depletes that roster depth. Like that we always talk about, like they don't have guys to fill in. They don't have holes. Once you put Maton in, that's your, that's your guy. And then it's like, who else? You know, it's, it's a disaster. Their bench, their roster depth is, is really truly a disaster from a roster building perspective. And look, I, I, you can't kill Dombrowski too much because he literally just got here and he got here in December and had a couple months to build a ball club and, and did the best he could with the financial restrictions he had and all that. But, um, it's certainly a, uh, you know, an issue and, and whoever you want to blame, whether it's Clintag and setting it up or the combination or whatever, I mean, that's a problem. They came into the season with a, 
uh, a bench and a roster that is just not good enough, like not close to good enough, and and really over the grind of a season, like really depletes you and costs you baseball games, and that that's what we're seeing. And uh, you know these injuries are are a problem. Like this is a team. That's the problem with having a team built the way the Phillies were heading into the season. Is it's a, a top heavy lineup, a top heavy roster, where if guys get hurt, you're in a lot of trouble. You know, you're in a lot of trouble, and we're seeing that. I mean, um, you know, when when Harper and Romino are out of lineup and Didi's out of lineup, like it's a it's a real hit to your lineup. It's a bad lineup, especially with Bowman Hoskins struggling. It's a, a, a flat out bad lineup. So um, the injuries are a concern, both because of the injuries themselves. And again, it is other than the DD one, which is, you know, concerning, very concerning. Um, the others, you know, don't feel like super long term concerns, like could be back soon, this or that. But it is um, just a sign. It reminds you how how poor the depth behind the starting, you know, starters aren't even in some spots, the starters themselves. So that's a. Uh, it's a major concern, and they can't really withstand these types of injuries. So um, you need these guys back healthy. You need JT back. You need Didi back. You need Bryce back. Um, you need Nap to be okay because um, they just they, they don't have a lot of other options. And this is a team that can't afford to, to go on a run the other way. Like they can't afford to go on a bad run because, they're not, as they've shown, not good enough to get back into it. And uh, even if other teams aren't separating, you know, you could separate yourself with bad play. Um, so we'll see. You know, you really hope these guys are okay and come back soon. It's massive. As again, this team just doesn't have a lot of options, you know, legitimate options from a roster perspective. Um, and, th- and that's a, a big time flaw for this team. Um, now, Scott Kingery uh, likely to go on the concussion IL after uh, we'd heard they left the game for, for dizziness. Um, maybe it's because he hit his head or whatever and led to a concussion on the wall or whatever. But, um, you know, either way, I think that, I mean, going back to the roster issues we're talking about, I mean, Scott Kingery is not a major league player. Like, he shouldn't be on a roster, flat out. Um, and the Phillies do have too many of those guys. You know, I mean, Scott Kingery is not a major league player. Roman Quinn, for the most part, not a major league player when he's there. Um, you know, uh, Ron, uh, Ronald Torres, who is still in the COVID aisle has been out for a while, but, but when they're not really a major league player, certainly not a major league bat, um, Raphael Marchand, not a major league bat, you know, the, the defensive skills are there, but, um, not a major league bat, you know, I mean, they got lucky with Maytime. Maytime wasn't even in the plans. Um, now good news, Adam Hazley returning from his absence. We meant to get that yesterday and didn't. So that is, um, that's really great to hear. You know, there were so many bad things you could think about as a reason for why Hazley had to leave and to, to see him coming back to baseball is exciting. He needs to work his way back and all that, but that is exciting just now and, and for him and for the future. Um, but you know, the, the, you know, you can't say you count on Hazley when he gets back, right? I mean, he wasn't very good prior to leaving this season. Um, so, you know, you just look at the roster and you just go down it and you, you realize like, you know, how much of an issue it is. Um, with these roster depth issues because they just have too many guys on this roster, too many guys who get at bats who are not quality players, who are not worthy of being on a major league roster for the most part and certainly not getting major league at bats. Um, and look, that's kind of where you come back to Girardi and say, hey, you know, I, I can't blame Girardi for that. I can't blame Girardi for some of the guys he has to put into these games. I can't blame Girardi, by the way, for the, and if you want to talk about blaming Dombrowski, Matt Moore and Chase Anderson for a combined $7 million was a disaster. And we know it when it happened, right? Most people did. I was like, why'd you sign those guys? And they stink. Neither of those guys is good. 
you know, spend that seven million, pay a couple more and get Taiwan Walker, who's been awesome for the Mets. Like that kind of thing. It was just so clear they weren't gonna work. Now, Spencer Howard coming back, uh, you know, working his way back to being a starter, that is a, a huge positive. You hope he can step in and give you good innings. But um, you know, if you want to look to to criticize Dombrowski in the front office for a move or a particular move or whatever, the uh the fourth and fifth starters are a real, a real fair criticism. I mean, just a massive I mean, those guys stink. They do. Neither of those guys should be starting games for the Philadelphia Phillies. And um, they were misses, you know, flat out misses. There's no other way to put it. And it's put your team again, talking about the roster depth, talking about you got all these issues. Like, imagine if the Phillies had a a good for And look, Vinny, who knows? He's been very good. You know, we'll take what we can get from Vinny, but I can't count on Velasquez. But but from a roster depth perspective, you know, you if the Phillies had five good starters or even four and and an okay one or something, I mean, Think about how much better shape you're in right now um, with with at least having a starting rotation with all these you know issues offensively, issues defensively. If you just had guys you could count on every time they took the hill to, to varying degrees, I mean, that'd be massive. That'd be huge for this team. So th- those are those are big misses there um, and part of the holes with the roster. And um, But ultimately, look, I, I think as we head into the, the you know second quarter of the season, this team needs to get healthy. They need to play tighter, better baseball. They need to not make so many unforced mistakes, not give away so many outs, give away so many runs, not make so many dumb decisions on the base pass, in the box, in the field. Girardi needs to bring more. I need more from Joe Girardi. I need more uh, from this team, from a, a clubhouse locker room perspective, like fight for something, stand for something, band together. And ultimately, you're going to need them to stay healthy. And the the top-heavy part of it, the Harper and Romutos and Hoskins, needs Bohm needs to be better. Like You need these guys to be good because there are too many holes on this team for those guys to, to not be good and them still have success. You know, like those guys have to be good and then you hope you can get enough out of the holes. You hope you can plug some holes. You hope you get better on the road. The road thing, we've talked about it so much, but it's like just the most perplexing thing in the world to me that this team just is so horrendously awful on the road it is just uh, hard to believe the the drastic difference between the two you know road home road thing it's uh, it is really strange it's really strange but ultimately this team just needs to to find a way to to play tighter smarter better baseball and i think that starts with Girardi. Um, and they need to stay healthy, which obviously is out of their control. Um, they need to get guys back. They need to stay healthy, and they need to find a way to string some wins together. You know, have a little stretch where you you start to build some confidence, build some belief in this group, build some belief in the the uh, what this team can do, um, and you know, not always feel like every time this team gets on any sort of positive roll. Um, not always feel like, oh, we're just waiting for that moment when it comes back down, when they break our hearts, when when we have another of those horrendous losses, the game they should never lose that they lose, like all that stuff, like enough of that. Like this team is talented enough. The injuries are an issue, but they're talented enough. The, the roster depth is an issue, but they're talented enough. They just need to play better. They need to play smarter. They need to stop making all these mistakes. It is, it is just such an infuriating team to watch. And... Um, again, like there are certain things that aren't correctable. I get it. You know, you're a bad defensive player. You're a bad defensive player. If you have not, oh, don't have the athleticism, I get it. If you're a bad hitter, you're a bad hitter. If you're a bad pitcher, you're a bad pitcher. Like Chase Anderson, Matt Moore. I get it. 
But there is a lot that is correctable that could make this team better right now, today. And they need to do that. And that, and I think it starts with Girardi. And I'm, I'm happy he showed some frustration. I'm happy we're seeing some life from Girardi after what seems like just kind of sitting back and watching it happen and kind of not seeming to hold anyone accountable or not really, um, you know, being as upset as we are on a, on a basic level about these things. I, I'm, I'm happy he's frustrated. And I hope it turns into action and that action turns into results because, Man, they, they need something. They need a kick in the butt, and I, I hope uh, I hope that's what Girardi does. All right, looking ahead, big, massive series at home. Again, the home series seem to take on such more importance now when you know how much they struggle on the road. Um, Miami coming to town, our first time seeing Miami this season. Three straight 7.05 starts, so no day game this week. Uh, Zach Wheeler in the first, Zach Eflin in the second, Vince Velasquez in the third. You like that the Marlins are, are have a really good rotation. We'll see Taylor Rogers, uh, I believe, tomorrow. Sandy Alcantara on, on uh, Thursday. That those are both really, really good pitchers, really talented pitchers. Um, I, I w- you know, I, they should beat the Marlins. They should take two or three. They're at home. I, I think they probably will, but it's the Marlins. So you know, anything can happen. Pain, sadness, uh, expecting to win and getting it snatched. You, that that's what the Marlins are for us, right? Let, let's hope that changes because we need the Phillies to win the home games and we need to get them rolling a little bit here use this 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 horrible day against toronto this disaster the segura stuff for fuel like use it to to build and use it as a launch point guys and let's let's start to win some games either way wheeler on the hill let's take it tonight right all right either way whatever they do we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow so until then thank you for listening to another edition of phillies today right here on the phillies 24 7 network this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy Celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.